niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Listeners, niggas, non-niggas. And niggas. <laughs> uh, we back, you know, episode three of Niggas Watching. Uh, yes, you sir. got me and this big bitch. Yes, sir. And then you, got you also Dean here. have, yeah, David you Dean. A, you know, you, we got our we got the good people over at Better Sounds per usual. The phenomenal um, people at Better Sounds. Shout out to Better Sounds. And uh, yeah, uh, yesterday we had a uh, tribute to the vets. Um and uh yeah Memorial Day m- for Memorial Day, bro. And uh something else happened on Memorial Day uh or rather Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Um Top Gun 2 or Top Gun Maverick is yeah. what it's uh you know that's its real title. Yeah, right? when did you okay. see the first Top Gun, bro? Man, when did I see the first Top Gun? It came out in 86, so it was before any of us in this room were alive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I could probably remember seeing Top Gun on regular TV with the commercials and everything. I think I was probably like 10. 10? Something like that, yeah. Damn, bro. I saw that shit for the first time the day I saw Maverick. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was at the homie's crib. We watched it. Yeah. And then... Like maybe two or three hours later, we went to go see Top Gun Maverick. Okay, what did you? Whenever you, whenever you watched the first Top Gun, you know, um, what were your um, your first thoughts? I honestly, so it was the first time I ever saw it, and I was like, this is like a parody of an '80s movie. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like a super '80s fucking movie. It's it's cool though. It's right. cool for what it is, but it's also. I thought it didn't really have a plot. Like, the whole plot was... It was very loose. Bro, it was like Maverick is at this, like, you know, air training school or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he just... He's, like, standing in his own fucking way. Like, it seems like he got beef with uh, Iceman. But it was a very, very... It was very low stakes. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Very, very low stakes. Uh, I mean, but I thought it was cool for what it was. I I watched the movie and I was like, all right, if I saw this in the 80s, I'd be like, this is... In terms of like the effects and how the right. um, the uh, planes and shit was going, I was like, I would have thought mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. For sure. The other thing that was like funny about that movie is uh, Tom Cruise's height kept changing. Oh it, shit! You know yeah, what? Uh, yeah. If you watch yeah, it, bro, yeah. like it's like if depending on because I noticed that in Maverick too, but you know, well, Maverick not as it wasn't. Much. Yeah, not Maverick it wasn't as obvious. Not Maverick as obvious. wasn't as obvious. They got like. They put him around more people that was around his height. And, right. like, you know, if he was around somebody way taller than him, it's like, okay, this person's younger. Tom Cruise is, like, fucking 80 years old. Yeah, he's 59, uh, actually. Man. <laughs> but, but no, nah, it, um, 59? Damn. 59. Tom Damn. Cruise is 50 fucking nine. That nigga, 
He don't look it. I'll say that much. You know, whenever you, you know, you got, you know, money and access to things, bro, you can look as good as you want to look for however long you want to look You watch, you watch that first Top Gun movie. Tom Cruise had a unibrow and he ain't fixed his teeth yet. He had them big ass buck teeth. He hadn't quite. Yep, that's right. Yeah, he had them big ass buck teeth, bro. That nigga looked crazy. He looked like a regular white dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where the fuck did they find this guy to lead this cast? It was like, but you know, he's. So what's funny is when you look like that, you got to be a decent actor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he, he was a decent actor. Yeah. He and still is. Like, he still is. Yeah. But. It's still very, you know, and it, it's crazy, bro, because, you know, since we're on the subject of, of Top Gun Maverick, we'll get back to the film in a few. Yeah. The, the crazy thing is just like what we just said. Tom Cruise is 59. That nigga is old. 5'9". That nigga is old. And doing he's still, all his own stunts. Still doing all his own stunts, or most of them, rather, because I, hold on. I'm calling his bluff. Call one day, Hunter. Call my bluff. <laughs> I'm calling Tom Cruise's bluff. Call that the, shit, bro. And the Church of Scientology. I'm calling Uh-oh. that bluff too. Uh-oh. Um, whoa, 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 Uh-oh. whoa. Hell, this, Uh-oh. It's, it's, Hold it's, on now. Yeah, that's dangerous. Church yeah, of Hollywood yeah, runs Hollywood. About to um, get us canceled. Yeah, uh, but no, no, no. Seriously, um, when I was watching fucking Maverick, when I was there, um, I saw the. I'm sure you probably saw it. You maybe saw it when you saw it. Uh, the trailer for the new Mission Impossible. Can't wait. Dog. Can't wait. Tommy Baby is not doing all of them stunts. He's doing There's every single one of those stunts. No bro. fucking way. He's Tom Cruise is jumping off of that stunts, fucking bro. cliff like that. Bro, he's jumping off that you cliff are just high like as that, bro. Just like that. You are you know, okay? You, no, bro. Look, you want to know how I know, bro? Okay, yeah. Because, look, bro, with these, the reason I love these Mission Impossible movies, it's going to sound really fucked up to say, but the reason I love these Mission Impossible movies is because every single one, Tom Cruise does a stunt that's like, bro... This this could kill you. Like this is it's like. Do you have like a, a death wish? Do you want your your final days to go out? Is like okay, you know Tom Cruise is doing the craziest stunt ever on the Mission Impossible movie, right. and then like that was the last thing he ever did. Um, so I watch it because I'm like I, I gotta at least gotta at least show this nigga some type of love because you know he did the stunt and made it out alive. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean if he's really doing all of his stunts in in the the new uh, Mission Impossible that is due out, was it 20, next year, 2023? Yeah, 2023. 2023, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, they put that trailer um, on super early. Right. Bro, I'm, I'm like, damn, these niggas is probably not even, they ain't even sent no screeners out for it yet, I'm nah, sure. Nah, they haven't. Um, but, um, it, bro, if he's doing all of his stunts at age 59 in the new fucking uh, Mission, Mission Impossible next year, then, I mean, hats off to Tom Cruise, I guess, whatever. But anywho, back to Maverick. What was your since? Okay, we got your your first thoughts after seeing Top Gun, the OG Top Gun, the 1986 Top Gun, the first one. Um, what was your um, thoughts after seeing Maverick? What um, you think? What we I got? Mean, Here we go, Davey Dean, ladies and gentlemen. He's giving a movie review. <laughs> go say my say my name too to make sure like we don't yeah. get the we don't get it confused. He's doing a movie review, so I mean, if you have an issue, we're going right at his ass. Whoa, you know. <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> no, let's let's not do that. Let's not do that. Please. Okay, okay, you're not right but, in his uh, ass. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't put it through the usual because you know I got like my own little criteria. Like I do like a, a little. So I didn't put it through that. I didn't put it through that. But I will say I I did thoroughly enjoy the movie. I thought the shit was pretty fucking dope. A lot of times you'll see movies like this and you right. hear people talk about it. And they'll be like, "You got to see it in the theaters. You got to see it in the mm-hmm. theaters." And bruh. This is a joint that you got to kind of see it in the theaters. Definitely. It's significantly better than the first one. If you've only oh my seen goodness. Yeah, if you've only <laughs> seen the first one, this is like I yeah. mean, it's like apples and steak. Like if somebody's like, "Yo, I got a fire ass dinner for you and hands you like a rotten ass apple." 
And then the next day, they're like, I got another fire-ass dinner for you, and it's a steak. Like, what this is this is analogy? A, bro, like apples and steak. This is some, this is broke nigga. Now, no, I'm joking. Yeah, hey, whatever, um, bro. Ah! Some, some of us still on stance, bro, all right? Yeah. Uh, this is ghetto analogies <laughs> here, ladies and gentlemen. Nah, nah, point is, though, point is. <laughs> nah, but go ahead. Point is, though, nah, nah, I, I thought the shit was fire, bro. Like, I, it was. Really, the last, like, half hour of the movie was, like, it was pretty fucking Probably good. Probably some of the best cinema that I've, as far as you know, like the 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 um the uh, fucking like how they brought everything together. Not yes. even just the storytelling, like the the, the just everything. The film was Every, just good. it was yeah. a lot. And there was a, really um, so there's a homie. Um, I just followed this nigga on Twitter. Uh, his mm-hmm. name is Brian, but it's it's Freeway's homie. And he, we okay. were talking about Top Gun Maverick, and he brought up a good point that the um, – I'm going to have to find your at so I can give you real credit. But he brought up a good point that the, the message of the movie was holding on to the past versus, like, letting go and moving forward. Definitely. Okay. And, I and like, I feel like in the last 30 minutes, they really encapsulated that, like, perfectly, bro. Like, just the way they kind of brought back – everything from like the beginning like when they was talking about like okay this is an impossible ass mission like you can't really do it mm-hmm. you know no pun but it's an impossible ah! ass mission like you can't really yeah, do it yeah we can't see really what you it. did there yeah you can't really do it and then like that nigga cleared it in more than enough time and he like killed it when well, my nigga rooster he fucking no scope right. the, uh, the second bomb and yeah. that nigga was like oh that's the second miracle like it, it was the way they brought it all together was like okay a lot of times we get like these movies thirty some odd years later, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, why the fuck are we getting a sequel to this movie? Like, yeah, the first movie did well, but you know what? What? What else can y'all niggas do? The way they brought it together made it actually worth seeing, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like it's more than worth anybody listening going to see this film um, in the theaters. I really feel like you're not gonna get the same feeling um, if you watch it at the crib. Personally. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Did you get to, Did you get a chance to when you saw it? Did you see it in IMAX? You know, it wasn't playing in, on many IMAX screens. It wasn't. It wasn't. But, but it but, was. But but come on, bro. You know me. Okay. I you just know want me. To, yeah. You know, you heat check. Me. Heat check. Yeah. Just heat making check, sure, goddamn. After after Tenant, bro. If I could see it in IMAX, I'm gonna see it in IMAX. Bro. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, no. Top Gun Two was was fire. Are, were you? Were, have you? Have you given? Were you done with your review? Yeah, I'm done with my review. You I mean, if I got to give it like a, some type of rating, I'll yeah, say let's 7. Yeah, let's give the rating point, real quick. I would say 7.5 out of 10. I'd have, have to put it through like fair. the actual what's it called, but I'm pretty sure it's going to land somewhere. Really, it's going to land somewhere between like 7 and 7.5, mm-hmm. but you know. I can't watch. I can't wait to watch the uh, whenever the film has been out for a little while, whenever bro on YouTube, Cinema Sins. Mm. I can't wait to see like his... Findings of of continuity errors in terms of storylines and, and, and everything. He's bro, gonna find them, <laughs> bro. And then the one big continuity error I didn't see a cinema sense for the first Top Gun, but that nigga catching a body on a training exercise and still being able to to be in the the navy, right? Nuts, bro. Yeah, no, like legitimately nuts, bro. Like that is the craziest thing I've ever seen in a movie ever, bro. <laughs> this nigga caught a body, bro. And then had the nerve not to let the son in the Naval Academy. Yeah. Because that nigga yeah. mama said she didn't want to be it. Nigga, you ooh, killed his dad, bro. Whatever ooh, the fuck that son want to do. You left that kid without a father. Yeah. Hey, y'all was singing Great Balls of Fire together. Y'all On, niggas, yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all niggas was having a good time. Yeah. And you killed this nigga like 10 minutes later. That's you crazy. You a different type of nigga, Tom, or a maverick. Nah, that's, yeah, yeah. Nah, for real, for real. Um, nah, I mean, as opposed to like we've already established here. Ladies and gentlemen, and mm-hmm. gender non-conforming people. Yep, um, too. If you've seen the original Top Gun, 
And if you have already seen Maverick, you if I mean I guess you know I, I I'm I'm a fan of I love eighty stuff you know I'm I'm a, I'm a nostalgic uh, movie goer I love films that cover a certain era that I wasn't even alive to partake in mm-hmm. but um if you were to like you said um the your apples and steak analogy or whatever <laughs> um that that's that's pretty spot on because yeah you know we all have uh, I guess even even though I feel like it's just kind of like this this universal thing i don't even think a lot of people like because there are there are a ton of people who haven't seen some of these classic films that are deemed classic top gun is one of those films that is deemed classic in terms of pop culture and and hollywood and all of that stuff but there were so many people who've never seen it you just saw it the first time before you went to see maverick bro and you didn't even have to see you didn't even have to watch. Yeah, Top you really Gun. don't need the the first Top Gun to, have to, to enjoy the second one. I it's, feel like it, the second one brings everything full circle quite well. Is an easy film to follow, but um, yeah, you know, with your with your analogy, it's pretty spot on. But um, the new one, man, I thought it was fantastic, bro. You know, I as you did. I don't. I didn't see it in IMAX. I saw it in Dolby. Um, uh, I was at the fucking um. I can't think of where it is. I think it's Delamo or one of them. Delamo has IMAX though. No, it, it's it's another. It's so another. Was it South Bay. There it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, South yeah. Bay yeah. There we go. IMAX. There we go. Um, but yeah, it wasn't shown on many IMAX screens. And whenever I did go see the film, it was during the day when I was I was already out, and the the next showing was like five hours later. And I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, bro. I don't but know why South they... Bay's was. I mean, that was the next best thing. Yeah, South Bay's a good theater though. Um, so saw that. It was fire. Um, I was super duper just, you know, um, excited to, of course, just like I've already mentioned about the first Top Gun, classic movie in terms of everything is done in, in, in Hollywood and its in its uh, uh, impact on pop culture. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing about the first film was, was you know, the, the theme song of the film. Oh, and yeah. something else that they've done, they did a pretty good job that I did notice throughout this film. They kept the same, like... Um, uh, directing style, Jerry Bru- Bruckheimer directed this one too, right? No, no, no. This was so Tony Scott actually directed the first one. Rest in peace, Tony Scott. Um, I forget the dude's name that did this one, but he did. Um, I think he did like Oblivion with Tom okay. Cruise. He uh, he might have did Tron Legacy, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, well. okay. Yeah, so he's kind of got like this thing where he kind of redoes like, or he does seek long, long awaited sequels to like '80s movies. Gotcha, you know what gotcha. I mean? That, oh, okay. Pretty, oh, shit. Tron Legacy wasn't bad at all. Not at all. Yeah, Tron Legacy Music wasn't was bad. fire too. Yeah, uh, really fucking Music fire. Music was fire. Yeah, but um, what I did like, you know, to to tie it, you know, to pretty much tie it all back in because we was talking about music. Tron Legacy has a fire score. Um, what I did like about Maverick was pretty much what I loved about the first Top Gun. You know, they in any scene, especially, you know, the scenes when he's on screen with his love interest and you hear the little music playing underneath yeah. them. And it's just, just kind of like how all movies and shows, like really good movies and really good shows, like they'll play the same song, but they'll kind of, you know, alter it a little bit. It'll sound different this time than it did later on in the film. But it's the same exact song that did the same thing in Maverick with Lady Gaga's title track. I can't think of the name of the song. Yeah, right I don't now, remember the name of the song, but it was a cool but, song. Yeah, enjoyed it. Enjoyed the music of Top Gun 2. Uh, that was one of the bigger standouts to me on top of, you know, the, the, the effects, the cinematography. The speed, as Tom Cruise said, did you <laughs> did you get the um the, the Tom Cruise, like, little um 
before the film started, he was like, hey, what's up? We did everything we could do to give you all the best, blah, 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 blah. We gave you a lot of speed. Did, 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 did I didn't, you know what? I had to, I had to step out the theater to, oh, to shit, yeah, I was, but, uh, you know, anyway, drinking beers and shit. I had to grab a beer. Nonetheless, Top Gun 2 was fucking fire. If you ain't seen it, you should definitely go see it. Uh, David Dean gives it a 7.5 out what of you 10. Uh, I give it a solid 8. 8? 800%. The film is, was, I'm also comparing it to the original Top Gun. I'd seen it before you. You did, you did. Okay, yeah. Long before. So, you. so yeah, you had like so that I, enjoyment. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For so me, I, it was legit. Like, I saw the first one and I was like, I could see. Okay, the film, I'm gonna go see the second. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, definitely give it an eight out of out of ten. And uh, you know, for it to be the biggest opening on Memorial Day weekend. Of all time is also crazy, crazy to think about. Bro. This fool Tom Cruise is really sixty years old, bro, and he's like still like a a, a blockbuster, a, bo- a box office draw. I mean, yeah, but but it's also these the films too. People yeah. are tied to these films, these franchises, bro. So a lot of times, bro, people. Like these movies will do numbers, and mm-hmm. it's not because of the film. Sometimes it's just because of whoever's involved exactly. or whatever. And the film itself won't have like a decent quality. Um, Top Gun Maverick was a genuinely like good film. You know what I mean? The, it was the Mission Impossible movies. Is, see, I hate when people. I think we talked Uh-oh. about this last episode, but like I hate when you go into a Mission Impossible movie or a movie like that, and you're like, no, uh-huh. where's where's the plot? Where's uh there that plot? There was no plot there. And it's like, bro, what what do you need a plot for? Yeah. Like you saw the trailer. You know what you're getting into, like it's, it's that's quite if you true. Want a plot? There are films for that. You know what I mean? Literally. Like, if you're gonna watch a Tom Cruise movie and it's within those franchises, bro, come on, you know what it is, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, it's gonna be good for what it is. Every single time. But it's yeah. Just shout out to um to everybody involved with with Maverick and you know the 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 box office record and and I mean shit. I'm sure that they it's. It's Hollywood. They see how how marketable and lucrative this film is going to be at the end of its run. I'm already sure they're going to probably be doing or talking about doing a third one, and maybe only. We'll see. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. We, a, we just we know the formula. Yeah, and the we way know it the ended, formula. It's like okay, you guys clearly. It well, so that's one thing I actually liked about the way it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted there to be, I guess, a bit more finality to it. Like you know, at least there being some type of casualty just yeah. the way it kind of was presented it seemed like that was gonna happen okay but it ended in a way where it's like okay this is the last top gun movie ever that's cool mm-hmm. but it does also leave the door open i i just wonder how much more mileage no pun you could get out of something like this right because i mean if we're being honest in both films there wasn't like a, a villain or it's not like like, how often are they going to go to this Naval Academy and train niggas for, like, a mm-hmm. crazy mission? Like, I think you can only go so far. And at this point, you would think, like, okay, if they have to run another mission back, they're not going to have to train too much for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but we'll see. Because, obviously, I feel like if I would have saw the first one, like, say, maybe a week before I saw the second one, I'd have been like, okay, well, what the fuck are these niggas going to do this time around? You yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Definitely. But uh, yeah, man, Top Gun two, uh, shit. And uh, what else did we get into, Davy Dean? After you know something that was before Top Gun two, absolutely. Um, something that we've been eager to talk about. We have. We Atlanta have. wrapped up season three. Yep. 
and I know that you have some feels, some 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 ideas, some theories, some some opinions, some everything about just, just the finale a little bit of everything in, in, in the season in, in totality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you probably got your you know your do rag for your predictions for season four. But let me just hear what you what you felt about um just the finale. Let's just let's just dig into the finale a little uh, bit. The finale. So the finale. As a standalone episode, mm-hmm. I, I I liked. I mean, it's it's within the Atlanta, the multiverse. context of Atlanta. Or, <laughs> yeah, the Atlanta multiverse. The Atlanta multiverse. <laughs> it it was like it was a good episode. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. It kind of um, it it kind of had like the same themes as like the other Atlanta episodes, where it's like you don't really know what's going on, and it's like really weird and really bizarre. And then by the time you kind of figure it out, they kind of tie it in in a way where it's like, okay, this is. It's everything seemed absurd until you really get to the end, and then when you get to the end, it's like, oh, okay, it's not as absurd as maybe I thought. This is a bit more, a bit more grounded. It's like a grounded idea because it's the idea of, it's the idea of you know, obviously she was having some sort of mental break, and, right, and you right. Know, it's and the reason she was having it is like you know very real reasons, and like that is something mm-hmm. that happens. People, um, I believe they call it a fugue state. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They mentioned it in Breaking Bad where he claimed he had a fugue state, but. It's like a thing that actually happens to people. Like they'll go into a fugue state, they'll go around doing stuff, and it seems like they're normal um, to people that don't really know them. But they'll be like way out, and you know, it's like an actual medical thing. So mm-hmm. I, I like that concept of it as a standalone episode. Cool. Now as Uh-oh. the finale, I was a bit like you were a bit underwhelmed as, with it as a finale. I was, yeah, I was wildly underwhelmed. Mm. The biggest reason being is. So we talked about this on the um, spaces. The the char- the actors playing the characters. It's almost like the characters are now kind of embodying the actors versus before. Mm-hmm. So now we're kind of if you look at this season, um, Earn Donald Glover's character, he wasn't involved in a lot of it. But it's um, but if you look at a lot of the epi- a few of the episodes, Donald Glover directed them. Um, Paperboy Brian Tyree Henry. He was like kind of at the forefront of a lot of episodes. Absolutely. And um, Visually speaking, he's like the most famous male on the show. You know what I mean? Because he's he's been in like a lot of the bigger movies. Ah, like I get you. A lot you. of stuff that's been a bit more hype. I get hype. you. I the get Keith you. Keith Stanfield uh, as Darius was a bit more low key in the show, but you know when he popped up, he popped up and he had like some big moments mm-hmm. because that's kind of how the Keith Stanfield is in real life. Yeah. yeah. Van, however, is like Van is like the most famous person on the show technically right now like van has been in like the most amount of like movies like showing up in the most amount of places the most amount of hype in terms of like when you hear about stuff getting developed and who they're looking at like her name comes up zazie Bates' name mm-hmm. comes up a lot i feel like that speech that uh van had at the end where she was like you know i just don't know i just don't know who i am you mm-hmm. know and she kind of mentioned that she came out on that trip with all of them yeah. And she didn't necessarily have a reason to. You know what I mean? Like, she, she just was kind of trying to find herself. I feel like that was the writers kind of projecting that onto her. That's uh-huh. why we got that episode that we got. And that's why she kind of showed up. Didn't show up so much in the uh, got it. That uh, most recent season. That said, that finale could have been a few episodes earlier. Because, like, yeah, we're wondering where Van is the whole time. And by the time it gets explained, it's like, well, now it's over type shit. And it's kind of like you could have explained, yeah, you could have had this episode a few episodes earlier and then kind of brought Van back in. Or you could have had, like, maybe Van was the one that took Paperboy's phone in that one episode. Oh, yeah, when they were all were together? Yeah. Yeah, I was, you know I was I mean? thinking that, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, certain ways I think they could have they worked her character into the show 
that to me would have felt more more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like putting it felt that more as, whole. Yeah, and and like I yeah. understand if you watch outside of the first season, if you watch Atlanta, they don't really stick to like a linear sort of narrative. Um, but personally, I would have liked if that Van episode would have been like the maybe the sixth episode. Um, so did you yeah, just something that was that we we saw earlier in the season in the versus season. the finale? And I feel like if the finale, oh, I'm sorry, the uh, the seventh episode, and if the finale was um, the finale in the seventh episode were switched because the seventh episode was the one where Paperboy was um, when they were at the, when they were interrogating Oh Boy or no, when no, they were no, at that the was party. When he was tripping. That was when he's tripping off. Oh, the, okay, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would have preferred that that was a finale because that was a bit more of a. It felt a bit more like a conclusion to the whole that whole season. I get you. And I felt like if we go to got that van episode before it, we would have felt a bit more. It it, it just would have felt like a bit more whole. Yeah. Um, yeah. That even just, for a show that's non-linear, it would have felt like it. I guess made more sense to not to say that it it didn't make sense at all because clearly it does. It makes sense in you know the the grander Atlanta picture. Yeah. Um, but I see what you're saying. It's just in terms of uh, wanting to see that earlier, you know, and it, because you would have, it would have just felt more like it, it, like it fit. It felt like it was out of place, kind of. Which maybe, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I mean, I'll say this, and then you know, I want to get your thoughts. On yeah, that yeah, yeah. So, but it felt to me like it's almost like they had a season of shows, okay. and it was like a, a like an album or a mixtape or something, and they mm. put it on shuffle. As mm-hmm. opposed to listening to it all the way through the way straight it's play, to listen to. yeah, you know what I mean. That's almost how this season of Atlanta felt. That's me. very fair. That's a very very yeah. fair cri- uh, critique. That's how I felt. Um, yeah. It's pretty spot on too. I thought that the season was was excellent. I, I kid you not. I thought I was even though you know we we got those episodes where there weren't any of the main cast members in it. Um, and at the time, we thought, like, damn, what are these little one-off episodes? Yeah. Sometimes they make perfect sense. Sometimes we like, what is happening here? Yeah. It's just a lot of a lot of feelings, a lot of theories, a lot of all of, you know, this, that, and the other. But um, I thought that, you know, of course, with the way that the finale ended, how it tied everything together, I think that just just made the season mean more to me as far as, like, oh, shit. So everything we was watching... These niggas was all overseas while this stuff was really happening here yeah, in the states. That so that means thing. they are about to come home and all season four is gonna be nuts. So I think I you know and then also like we all do here and um, like most people do when it comes to these popular shows. Sometimes you you know you, even though, and FX is really good for this in general as far as like whenever they do premieres they'll play the show like two or three times after the original Bro, premiere. They play, like they they run that they'll run it. Um, <laughs> and I I. You know, I am one of those people, just like with Snowfall and a lot of other shows on FX mostly, I am definitely one of those viewers who is going to watch it again. Yeah. And probably again after that. Just yeah. let it keep running. And I did that with all of the episodes of this season of Atlanta, and I've had a chance to go back and watch some of my favorites. I thought the season was excellent. I thought that the finale, like you said, um, I do wish we could have seen Van earlier, you know, just more. I, I, I would have preferred more. but also- That's it. And 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 it's and yeah. it's it's not even, you know, Donald Glover and and Stephen Glover and 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 all of everyone involved in Atlanta, you know, they've they've gone on record many times saying that this is if any time you think you know what's about to happen in the show, you don't. 
you know, basically this is just one of those shows where you have to expect the unexpected. You, we, you know, we go into Atlanta, you know, we probably are thinking we're going to get more, you know, episodes with just the full cast and they're all doing their own things within the episode. But we didn't get a lot of that this season. But to me, that just added on to the beauty of the show in general. I mean, um, yeah. And I think the finale was just a, a, you know, the episode itself was fire. It was a good episode. <laughs> she beat the brakes off that nigga with yeah. bro. Dog. Dog, the episode was 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 stellar, like was through and through. And I can say that about so many other episodes of the of the past season. Um so that's what I that's why I think that this season is Ooh man, I'm gonna rewatch it like I all do, like I always do, and uh probably report back to you all. But anywho, yeah, the yeah. finale was the finale was fire. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, you know, the show per usual. I, yeah. yeah, I liked it, but but to to talk about the whole tying everything together. Yeah. So I didn't. I remember I I so I, I watched the finale, mm-hmm. and when I got done, I was like, I was a little disappointed. So I I almost immediately cut it off. You know, what I mean? <laughs> I like, damn. And I actually liked that ludicrous song, Splash Water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, I'm, I'm that shit was insane. Yeah, and especially when they played it right. <laughs> but uh, when um I seen I went back and like watched kind of like the. The after credit scene, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Because all the homies like, "Who the fuck is this white guy or whatever?" And it's like, "Oh, that's the white dude that was talking to a dude during the reparations." Uh-huh. And he's also the white dude from the very first episode, the very yep. first scene. Yep. So yeah, you're right. It does kind of tie into it. Like, okay, there is like sort of a whole little like universe going, and like that's what uh, one of the writers kind of confirmed. Like, yeah. that's like the idea that they want you to at the at that last episode, that last scene, they wanted you to go like, "Oh." Maybe all those other one-off episodes weren't really, really yeah. one-off random episodes. Like, maybe these episodes were, like, um, they tie into something bigger. So, I mean, going into the, the, the fourth season, I think, I mean, I think maybe we'll get some closure on a lot of stuff. For sure. I, mean? I think so, too. Um, I don't think the creators of Atlanta are, well, so I don't think they're cruel enough to leave us without, you know, some uh, some type of closure with the show, but you know, hey, you never know, bro. You, you never, never know. know. I mean, we still don't uh, like know officially about Paperboy's dad. You know what I mean? Like that's something that's been teased and talked about just mm-hmm. a little bit, but they don't really like they don't really like delve too much into it. Um, I think Darius' character is like the only one that's really kind of an open book. You know what I mean? We kind of know just about everything about him. Yeah. Um, and Van too, Van too. But Ern, we still don't know why he left. Remember, he was like at Yale or MIT or some shit. Yeah, he was at a prestigious. Yeah, Ivy League and they said something, something like happened, that. and yeah. he left, and they haven't really talked about what the fuck that was. So, I mean, maybe we'll get closer. Maybe, I get you. Maybe we won't, because like it's also a bit like um, at this point, does it matter? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we, yeah. We've already gotten enough of the characters. We've already seen enough of what's happening. Like. We know who they are. Like, if we find out what happened in their past, mm-hmm. does it matter? I mean, going back to the Breaking Bad example, up until now, we don't know why uh, Walter White and he left that chemical company. Remember, he helped them develop the company. Uh-huh. And they yep. said for whatever reason, he left. But there's no official. Does it matter, bro? Mm-hmm. He left. And now he started making a mess. So, like, it's a, it doesn't necessarily matter. But I think there is some... I think the reason this season went the way it did is because I think the last season is probably going to give everybody what they want. Mm-hmm. So it's like they had an opportunity to like do whatever the fuck they feel like doing. So maybe the last season is going to give everybody what they want. Maybe it's not. 
we're gonna be watching regardless. <laughs> like, Definitely. Like we're gonna be watching the motherfucker regardless. Absolutely, I agree. Um, but I, I just thought it was interesting when they kind of tied it in together because um, you, you saying like, okay, it's a multiverse, it's a multiverse, because you said that last episode too, and it does kind of feel like that now, doesn't it? Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Now it kind of feels like that. Like mm-hmm. now, now we're gonna kind of get some type of a. Uh, because the, I, I would assume the reason Earn got that, that bag of stuff or whatever is because, I mean, that was part of his reparations mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I think that, yeah, I was thinking that too. I'm like, even though it's clear that Earn Marks got Ernest Marks bag by mistake, I do think that they are um, related in some way that, that more than just them having similar names mm. for sure maybe with even though he killed himself yeah um maybe yeah i think that that's gonna be i think every one-off storyline of season three is going to be further explored in season four I and it's gonna that. tie into our main characters every single one of them is gonna tie into our main characters and somehow somehow some way yeah doesn't matter i uh fucking and, and 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 it's just that I think that's just just the beauty of having a show where they never really they always wanted to just you know every time they gave you a new episode every time they give you a new season they always wanted to recreate or or just create something totally new something totally out of left field that you weren't even expecting um, we were thinking you know after season two we were going to get a lot more of how the fuck did you know, uh, paper will even get this famous, you know, yeah, and all of these I, things. Yeah. Um, and like you said, in season four, we could very well get some closure to all of these loose ends that were like, damn, bro, like before you left, you were still relatively unknown. You were only really known in certain parts, you know, and of course, like definitely in Atlanta. But you weren't no goddamn like how he's been portrayed he's, he's like a, a this season. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe we'll get the closure to that. But I do think that every one of those one-off storylines will tie into our main characters in season four. So I'm excited. Can't wait to get to it whenever I mean, they give it to it's us. Gonna be dope, bro. It's yeah, they're they already done filming it. So it's not like we're going to be, oh, when is Atlanta season four filming? The shit is done. It's locked and loaded. Now yeah. we're just waiting on a release date. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Which, I mean, it's, it's, from what I've heard, it's going to be the fall. Love it. Um, yeah, I mean, and it should be the fall. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. There's no better time. No, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm really interested to see where they go next. I, mm-hmm. I really think about that, uh, that tweet Donald Glover tweeted. He's like, "Oh, the only show that's really touching us is Sopranos." Ah, I do remember that. Yep. And you know what? I didn't. I haven't seen all of Sopranos. Sopranos, from what I've heard, is like one of the best shows ever. Um, based on what I've heard and what I just saw for season three, I, I, to me, I think the the fourth season would have to tie everything together in a way to where people do talk about it like that. Because I I, I want to say, like I said, I haven't watched Sopranos, but I'm sure there's like some bad seasons of Sopranos. Like every great show, has every like great one show or two. has that one season where people are like, oh, I like this season, but it wasn't as good as these other seasons. Yeah. People would probably say that about season one of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, and also that was a shorter season, so it people was. were also like, damn, it was too short. It was, it was slower than the other ones. But you For know sure. what? Breaking Bad is a great example of it because. If you're watching Breaking Bad, like, live as it's going on, when mm-hmm. you get to, like, the third or fourth season, you're kind of like, all right, every season but the first one was good. And then when you get to that last episode of the, the, the final, like, the final episode of the whole series, you're yeah. like, 
okay, like that's that's why the first season was that way, and that's why this. You know what I mean? It all ties together. Yep. So it's like you got to watch everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Snowfall is kind of like that because whenever people are like, oh, I've never seen Snowfall. And I'm like, oh, you should watch Snowfall. I'm always, I always tell them like, yo, you got to get through those first two seasons. And after you get through those first two seasons, everything after that is just like it's just fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so no, I, I, think, I think Atlanta does have the potential to be that. I just think they need to... I mean, you know, and obviously, who the fuck am I to say yeah. this? But I just think that there just needs to be a bit more. I think for for the viewers, it just needs to more seem direction a, in the fourth yeah, season. Yeah, it just needs to seem a bit more um, like it's a bit more purpose. Like it's a bit more like, OK, intention behind what's going on. Yeah. Like I said, this third season legitimately felt like a season on shuffle. Yeah. Like I think to to start the season the way they started it and then to end it wow. the way they ended it is like. Those are two completely mm-hmm. different episodes of television. Um, the first episode was like, okay, this is a fire-ass episode of television. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? No matter how hard it is to watch. The last episode was like, this is a good episode of television, but not necessarily how you should end a season. You know what I mean? And I get I mean, you. But, you know, once again, that's who the fuck am I to talk? I get you. Another show um, that recently just wrapped up. We own this city on HBO. We own this city. Um, but uh, anywho, yeah, we own this city on um, HBO, HBO Hobo. Max. Hobo Max. Um, if you all, didn't we talk we own this city already before? I think we talked I'm about sure it on the we first did. episode. Yeah, because um, yeah, I was I'm, saying that um, Wound Me is, is three for three yep. for me. Yes, we def- definitely did. Episode one, if you ain't listened to it, then you go back and listen to it. Duh. May as well. uh, but anywho. Um, we own this city just wrapped up the series it mm-hmm. was a limited series so you know if you haven't seen it i don't know why you should stop listening to me speaking and go watch the please shit. do <laughs> um but yeah just wrapped up yesterday bro um yeah it did it did it did and, i was gonna uh, say today because i watched it today yeah no, yeah it wrapped up for this nigga today <laughs> but like 30 uh, minutes ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah um finished up um what a what a depressing show, bro! It like it was. started depressing, and it it I feel like it ended even more depressing than it, it started. Man, they somehow managed to end the show, and like it was like it started kind of on a downer, yeah. And it somehow went lower than that, yeah, yeah. It somehow went lower than that, <laughs> but like in a, in a good way, you know what of I mean? Course. Like it's not like you know, of course, it's not like it, it's it ended on a bad note in a sense. Like it ended the way it was ended. supposed to end. Uh, if it ended with a happy ending, I think we would be like. Fuck this show, like, this right. <laughs> yeah, a shitty ass show. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, yeah, fire, man. What a show, isn't it? You yeah. know, I was I was tweeting about it on uh, as I all do, like as I always do. I always live tweet things that are either that I'm literally watching as the rest of the world is watching it, or I just tweet shit that I'm watching in my own free time. Mm-hmm. Um, this show, man, in the six episodes that we got, um. Even like it, it, and I think we said it on the first episode. Like every episode, even something that some people would probably consider a quote unquote filler episode, you still got a whole lot of shit that was going on in each one of those episodes. So, can you even consider it a filler? Like you said, I, I mean, when you six episodes, but yeah. I really don't think I don't think you have enough time a for a filler. Though. Yeah, exactly. Like the fifth episode is probably the closest to a filler in my opinion. I can, I, I, yeah. I can get, I can see that. Mostly just talking. A lot, lot more in that one, but um, the show overall. I mean, if if 
if you all don't know, it is based on true events. So a lot of the stuff, of course, is Hollywood is dramatized to, you know, to fill the storyline. But most of the shit that niggas was, was doing in that bitch really were based happened. on true accounts. Yeah, I mean, it's about as close. I mean, as we said in the first episode regarding winning time, there's right. a lot of you can't really get like the exact conversation. Of course. Um, but granted, they did have a lot of shit recorded. That so is I'm true. Sure, I'm sure it's about as close to uh, to like actually what the fuck these niggas are saying mm-hmm. as humanly fucking possible. Cause, bruh, even when they was like, um, oh, what did these niggas say? When they was talking about Wayne Jenkins. Yeah. They, oh, I forget what these two niggas was in the car saying, but they, um, I really wish I could remember. But the way they were saying, I was like, I just know for a fact that's exactly what the fuck they said in real life. Bro. For sure. I just know that's exactly how the fuck them niggas said it in real life. Definitely, there were some. Yeah, you can you can tell just like uh, like you said, especially with them having niggas on on tap on wiretap yeah, for however many conversations. I'm sure a lot of the the stuff in there may have been improvised because you know niggas know how to talk to niggas even if they're acting. Yeah, like black act like black actors if they're like okay. This is the vibe, or this is what you're talking about in here. You know, these are your lines, but you know, yeah, you know, there's like you know, sauce it up, sauce yeah. it up. You yeah. know what I mean? Put, put your put your put your shit on it. Yeah, put a little, um, put a little stank on put it. Put a little stank on it. Golly. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, man, the, the 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 this the finale. Um, like I said, how can you end the show even more depressing than how it began, but the show is not supposed to be it's a glorified show. It's not supposed to be a show that, you know, that we're there, that you're, you're, you're cheering for the deeds of these cops in these, in, in, in the, the legal system. Yeah. Um, because the shit that bro was doing and the shit that all his partners was doing in there, I, I Illegal just doesn't even feel like is it does it doesn't even feel like it truly like illegal. Illegal is <laughs> illegal is like you know you jaywalking yeah. type shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? like that's, that's, that's illegal. illegal. This is niggas taking the law and then just throwing it out the fucking yeah. window and doing what the fuck they and doing what like. the fuck they like, want. Niggas to do. gonna have to make brand new laws mm-hmm. just to stop what the fuck you're doing, yep. bro. Man, what a good series! But bro. what a good series, man! Like John Bernthal and. Uh, Woon is in there, like every, the supporting cast was great. Um, Fucking amazing, the, bro. The, I mean, shit. I keep calling him Marlo. That's obviously not his real name, but Ooh. he's Marlo in uh, The Wire. The oh. the detective, bro. Which the detective that in the glasses? Yeah. Oh, Sean. Sean. Sean Suter. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he was yeah, Marlo yeah. in the, in, uh, the yeah, Wire. He, yeah. Sh- Let's get into that. How about we do it into this? Okay, Please. so. Spoiler alert, and like we've already said, if you have not. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the nigga died. Right, that nigga <laughs> was, he did in real life and on the fucking show. Bruh. But um, how did you feel about that? Because right before I watched uh, the finale, you know, and as we all do, you know, especially if it's some true crime shit, you're going to go research the shit yourself. I know, it's yeah, like, God yeah. damn. I, I I try to get in the habit of doing it after I watch a show. Yeah, man. I should, yeah, and so I, I wish yeah, I wish I wouldn't have done. I like, be spoiling it for myself. Like, I don't mind spoilers, but sometimes it's like ah, I wish I could have saw that for the first uh, time. But um, nonetheless, it, 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 I didn't know the shit was fixing to go down like that. Even though it was dramatized, I don't know how it really went down in real life. But I'm sure it was even worse than what the fuck we saw. On the- what we saw was pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Right? Um. How did you how how did that, how did you feel about about his final 
his his I guess yeah his final scene. I mean, I'll say his his performance. Yes, deserves, like that's that's a that's Emmy worthy performance. Absolutely. Let but me get his name time, while you're talking. Yeah, yeah, the whole time I'm watching the show, I keep thinking like, all right, bro, like I see you're kind of connected to this Wayne Jenkins shit, but like you're not. You clearly left the gun chase task force mm-hmm. like early, and like you're clearly a good cop. So I'm like, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, why the fuck are they showing? This nigga, and he keeps talking about how much he loves being on homicide, loves being on homicide. Mm-hmm. And then, so the way it kind of ended, and how they kind of kept showing, bro, like how he was kind of like a little, not necessarily nervous to go talk to him, but he was a bit like, you know, a little apprehensive. Clearly, a little very, apprehensive. Very. The way they, I like the way they did it because you know, right after they did it, they showed like the little, the little, the title card almost of like, you know, this actually happened. And they officially called it a suicide, mm-hmm. but not many people believe that shit. And like the way it happened, it's kind of like, hmm. Or is it because I, I've I've read I've read you know conflicting articles. I read that they actually ruled it a homicide, but people were more they believed that that wasn't no homicide. That he that killed he himself. He killed himself. He. I mean. And so I've, I've there've been of course. So this is what happened in. I want to say that. It was 2017 in the 2017, something like that, yeah. 2017? Something like that, yeah. So, f- still fair, relatively recent. Pretty recent, recent bro. You know, no five, more than, yeah, five years, say, six years is, is relatively I want to say it was recent. 2017, so really no more than, like, maybe five years ago, mm-hmm. five, six years ago. But, but yeah. I like the way they presented it in the show because I it made me feel the same way. Like, when they showed the title card and it was like, well, we don't really know. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's like one second they show them kind of, like, walking around the, the the PJs or whatever. Yeah. And the next second you hear a gunshot and then bro's like, well, what the fuck is going on? And the next second you see him on the, on the ground with a bullet in his head. And it's a bit like... It, I like the way they present it because it, it does give you that question in real life. Because it's kind of like, well... He didn't seem like the type of dude that was suicidal. What they were kind of asking him, they just asked him to be a witness. Right. I'm. He seemed kind of like he was. Mm -hmm. He seemed kind of like he was leaning towards being a witness. Um, and honestly speaking, he didn't. He didn't really do anything illegal within the context of the show. Now, once again, this is me saying this without having researched anything, so I don't want to research and find Mm -hmm. out. You know, maybe did, but yeah. Within the context of the show, he didn't really seem to do anything illegal. He seemed to be against doing things illegal. Right. So I'm I'm kind of leaning towards that. You know, the, the the nigga did not kill himself. You know what I mean? But but that this does sort of go Ooh. back to the point of that I was trying to make that the show is fucking amazing. I think this is probably the best written show I've seen this year so far. Mm. Because okay, the way they kind of tie everything together is just so. It's almost like The Wire, but, like, The Wire on speed. It's like if they condensed the whole series of The Wire into, like, six, six episodes, episodes. You know what I mean? And, like, still gave you everything you needed because it's, like, every scene in the whole show matters. And everything, like, kind of builds every on it. Every conversation matters. Every fucking... Bro. Yep. Everything. It just builds on it. Builds yep. on it. Builds on it. Builds on it. Even when they, the dude was talking about how, you know, um, Wayne Jenkins... Took that money from him, or not Wayne Jacobs Hersel took that money Herschel, from him. Yeah, took that money from him and was like, "Yeah, uh, bro took bro took the money. It was like my last little bit, and he only turned in like fifty dollars. And he's like, I couldn't get my job back. Like that car might get him uh, repoed. And then, like Woo! the next, the last scene of that episode, you see a suitor pull up, and next to him is a car getting repoed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, bro. 
So it it was it's a really well written show, and I felt Very, like that. That's that was a that was a nuance that I didn't even, um, I didn't even pay attention to that. Yeah, one. bro, I I peeped that one, bro. Now when I peeped that, I was like, oh, okay, this show's kind of operating on a different level. Like mm-hmm. this, it's almost like you you want to go back and rewatch it because there's gonna be certain little nuances and certain little mm-hmm. things that you just don't pick up on on the first time around. Yep. Um. Ah, oh, yeah, such a good show. And such way, a great yeah, show. The way you know? the way they did that, nigga boy. Man, and that's that's the thing, bro. It's those shows that leave you like that. It leaves you conflicted. Like, did he did he do it, or did someone else really do it? It's golly, it, and it just it gets it gets into my conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. brain. Mm-hmm. It's like golly, now I'm thinking about all of this other stuff. You know, my mind just starts to just flood with conspiracy theories. But um, just from the stuff that I'd read, you know, and of course, you know, um, this is still the stuff that comes that's come out about, you know, Sean Suter and 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 Wayne Jenkins and all. This is still relatively recent. Like pretty fucking recent. This wasn't like a even though stuff was happening ten years ago. This is not some shit from like the eighties or nineties. This is shit from twenty tens, late two thousands. I mean, bro, they're talking about Freddie Gray. Yeah, Freddie Gray, like like, shit that that. was. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael Brown and all of the stuff. Um, So, just a just a man. HBO, man. We we talk about it all of the time on spaces on on live in anywhere in general man there there are just certain networks bro that know how to do crime series better than others yeah they are just they're really 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 like fine with that man i don't they just got the they got the the, the formula over there at hbo they, i mean bro they they know what they're doing yeah They've been doing this shit for a long time, they especially that limited time? series shit, bro. Especially like, the limited series stuff. They have, they were, they were one of the the the, the founding the founding members. Bro, go back to Band of Brothers. Yeah, nigga, they they know what the fuck they're doing. But I, I'll say this is like, I think this is head and shoulders above a lot of stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, there was a lot that happened in the series that's like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you know what? All that to say, uh, well, a lot to happen in the series. That's like clearly you guys are operating on a different level. But what I'll say is, uh, John Barenthal's performance mm-hmm. really anchored the whole series because it's like I, it's like you watch the show and it's like, okay, I can see how people can get behind a dude like this. And then you notice every time they're out, like you know, he kind of out the room. They almost kind of come to their senses. Like, are we really? Are we really doing this shit? Bro, like, are we really about to fucking do this? Yeah. Are we really robbing niggas? Are we really taking? Drugs from evidence and all of that shit because bro is 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 such a such a wordsmith. Bro is so good at at, at the the art of persuasion. Yeah, that he's made me feel like these illegal acts will not come back to get me because I am law enforcement. Bro, the worst part actually is when they <laughs> they kind of got hit. Like when they started talking about like, oh, this shit won't last forever. Mm-hmm. This shit won't last forever. It's like, see, y'all niggas know y'all niggas is done. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? that's that's really a, the, another like crazy part about that whole shit is how they knew that there was gonna come a time where heads are gonna roll and it was gonna be them too, bruh. And like th- that's crazy. Bro. I would I'm I would have been just as nervous as Sean. Like shit, I'm often gonna lose my job, bro. Or, like legit, or even like, testifying, bro. Like like is is all this shit about to go sideways mm-hmm. because of this this little shit right here, bro? And that was just him, bro. One little thing that 
if 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 it went exactly as it was presented in the show, which I'm I'm assuming it probably did, if it went exactly as it was presented in the show, then it's kind of like, bro, this for you to be worried about that versus these niggas like knowing they're being tapped mm-hmm. and they're talking about this shit, bro, like crazy. Yeah, crazy, shit was crazy, bro. Now another thing, um, like that I noticed in the show a, a lot of or in the in the finale. Niggas, well, not even in the finale. Niggas was 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 snitching the whole damn series. Niggas was singing like they a were bird. singing, and I feel like even in the finale, like whenever niggas was out there doing their dirt, they alluded to like, I'm a cop. Like I'm I'm I'm. They asked me, I'm telling. Yeah, I don't know. It was one of the niggas. It was like, look, whenever we get busted, I'm I'm telling everything. <laughs> Like it's like, like niggas I'm didn't like even, a bird. Niggas didn't even really fear that shit. It's like, man, look, we the cops and we was doing all of this wrong shit. I mean, but if you think about <laughs> it, bro, like them they know they know the law. They yeah. know like, okay, if we get caught up on this shit, bro. Like, bro, when they were sitting there wiretapping, it was like, all right, we got them for you know, faking all this OT, so that's wire fraud. We get the uh, feds involved, that's a uh, fucking uh tax evasion, and then we can get them for the rest of the shit, bro. Like, you know what I like it. So these them niggas know like all right. Well, as soon as I get in that bitch, bro, I, I just need to snitch. Like that's I just need my... to, get to, to get to get to doing that. And and just like with uh with with Jenkins with his 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 buddy and the partner in crime rather the nigga who got hemmed up at the end and they was like oh you forgot the cocaine he was like did you not watch I, that no episode? I saw that bro oh. yeah 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 that he, he, he looked at me in the studio just now like. I'm like, nigga, you know what scene I'm talking about? <laughs> no, you're talking about the bounty hunter. No, nigga. yeah, bro's like, you, for, you forgot. The three kilos. Them, the niggas, <laughs> them niggas all dropped their pens like, huh? Yeah, he was singing. I, didn't he say that? Like, whatever, I'm an informant, whatever you need, I'm I'm, I'm That nigga I'll didn't have a lawyer present. That nigga, they didn't even put him in the prison clothes yet. Nope. That nigga was down there still sitting still in the back seat. Yeah. <laughs> Driving him to the station, yeah. this nigga singing. He was already fucking snitching. Bruh. But she, I mean, but yeah. The crazier part too, I think, uh, was when he got mad when they started calling him corrupt. They started calling him a dirty cop. Now that's the thing that was also tripping me out. And like, like, like this partner said in the car, it was like, well, nigga, ain't ain't that ain't, ain't what that, that we're doing? We're not being dirty cops by <laughs> robbing niggas, taking their drugs, selling it. Is it not considered like, dirty? Bro. <laughs> Like, what are you upset about right now? That's bro? quite literally textbook definition of a dirty like, police bro, officer. Like, if you if you look up in the textbook, what is a dirty police officer? Yeah, what is a corrupt It'll cop? It'll be a picture of you, Wayne Jenkins and then a video of this nigga working on a random ass Tuesday. <laughs> 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 like, like, bro. I was getting so tight watching some of those episodes because it's like, damn, niggas was really pulling niggas over, taking their bro. Came trying to get home with his pizza, took this nigga's last, his only check that he had. Bruh. I think, like, did he even? They didn't even let him go. Didn't they? Didn't they arrest he, him? Bro, he was in jail for two days. He was That's in jail right. for two That's days right. before for somebody days. came and got him. And then they made him sign a waiver not to sue the not city. Not to sue the city. That's not to sue right. the city. This nigga lost his job. You know what I mean? Uh, lost his car. He had like three kids. Lost that little six fifty. I mean, he or six hundred. It was six fifty eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that nigga got fifty back out of the six oh six hundred and fifty. Yeah. So almost thirty times that. Well, not thirty. Uh, I'm bad at math, but a lot of that was gone. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of that shit was gone. Point is though, like that's them niggas are just moving greasy, bro. 
Yeah. Them niggas is moving them. greasy. Like yep. there's 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 no real way, real reason for you to be moving like mm-hmm. that. Like at all. I mean, I I get like obviously some stuff had to be fictionalized, but I I'm really feeling like this is one of those things where I'm gonna look it up and a lot of the shit. Yep. They, they no, were, it, they were they were they were nasty, bro. Like yeah. a lot of that sh- I've I've spent after watching these episodes when I do be watching them random times in the middle of the night, then I'll still be up. The first thing I'm doing is researching as soon as I finish the episode. They were out there moving like dog. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like I, it, it, it was it's actually just seeing it dramatized was still crazy to me i'm like bro they were really out there like doing this shit on a daily basis terrorizing these citizens of boston and he had niggas involved with him doing it it's it's nuts it was nuts bro, it's nuts, insane bro, hats nuts. off to to hbo for 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 being involved in creating a, a series like this that Really had niggas, even people who do not care about, you know, law enforcement things like that. Like even a person like that will still watch a show like that. Yeah. These niggas is really doing this shit. And really, actually, That's shout crazy. out to uh, my nigga David Simon, who did Homicide: Life in the Street, mm-hmm. did The Wire, did uh, Trent. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, did this show. Like, I mean, he's been low key keeping the lights on at HBO. Let me tell you something. You know what I mean? Uh, outside of Homicide: Life on the Street, that nigga has been running. Running shows on HBO for the better part of like twenty years almost now. Well, hey, they need to goddamn keep him in there so he can keep the lights on. Like have fifty of them doing it stars. Hey, look, <laughs> hey, look, hey, yeah. Look. I'm not mad at it, bro. I ain't. I'm, I'm not, not mad at it whatsoever. Shout you know, out to that nigga. But um, something else uh that premiered recently, another show that premiered recently, um, on Disney Plus. Something that I'm sure you probably, you know, have a, a be more well versed in with me. But we're not gonna really talk much about the show. We're just gonna talk about how shitty white people can be. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um we got um what's her name again? Moses Moses Ingram? Moses Ingram, there it is. That is Moses Ingram. Moses Ingram, okay. um, who it portrays Reva. Reva in the new Disney Plus series, um, in the Star Bo- Star Wars um fucking you know saga or shit family uh obi-wan kenobi's show on um on disney plus but yes. uh, we'll talk about the show later or it? another time yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, when i, I watch the shit <laughs> let's talk about what is in the news about the show anyways yeah. so one of the 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 main people in the show we just said her name moses ingram uh young black, black girl yes, black black as hell young black girl uh, who is playing a character by the name of Riva. Yeah. She has been um, subject to online racist trolls doing exactly what they love to do, like they did with John Boyega and... Kelly like Marie they, Tran. Yeah. They, I mean, they do it pretty often. They, they, they do, do it, it quite often. quite often, especially in, in, in you know, and there, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who who know it's like wow it's crazy because i don't know star wars the, the creator not. of star wars is uh, he's married to a woman who looks like the woman who's being ridiculed right now uh he wanted to <laughs> he honestly wanted to do have billy d williams play han solo initially but, i thought it was um, glenn turman that was supposed to play han solo he, bro he wanted a black person essentially to play han solo but he just okay. it, he he just didn't think he could get the movie made pretty much ah you know what I mean? so okay he George George Luke even I believe in one of the movies they speak a 
it might be Kenyan or something like that, but one of the alien characters speaks Kenyan. Like George Lucas, he he has an affinity for black and African-American culture and even African culture. Mm-hmm. Um, really all multicultural because the Star Wars movies are kind of based on like samurai exactly. type films. So he does have an affinity for it. But the the trolls, bro, these these fans, this fan base, they really feel like they really feel like it's got to be like kind of a all white boys club, uh, which is weird. It's, it's really so weird. it's really bizarre. Like I, I look back to the 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 treatment of John Boyega mm-hmm. on the films, mm-hmm. um, Kelly Marie Tran, as I mentioned before, and it's just like it's terrible. But one thing I kind of have an issue with with the um, how how they didn't, approached didn't it. Didn't Lupita Nyong'o face some type of because she was she wasn't physically in one of she them. Wasn't, like when nah. She wasn't. She voice of, of she voiced she this she voiced one. They she? see like if they're not if it's a if the person is not playing a main role these trolls don't care. Okay. These trolls don't care. Somebody did a study once on a lot of times these trolls will complain when they um switch uh like a character's race in a film but only when it's a hero. So when Michael Clark Duncan played Kingpin in that Daredevil movie mm-hmm. no complaints no backlash nobody gave a fuck. Uh, when Chiwetel Ejiofor played Baron Mordo in Doctor Strange, nobody gave a shit. Nobody cared. Right. There was no what's it called. But as soon as John Boyega's cast in one of these movies, it's an issue. When uh, Michael B. Jordan was cast as uh, Johnny Storm, mm-hmm. it's an issue. Uh, but my issue actually is kind of with Disney and the Star Wars whole sort of production because mm-hmm. they almost, one, they almost invited some 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 of these trolls to talk to her just by saying it the way they said it, not saying they shouldn't have said anything, but the way they kind of said it was like, Hey, don't be racist. You know what I mean? Like if we see racist, we'll resist type shit. And it's like, "Mm." and the other thing too, is when it was John Boyega and Kelly Marie Tran and they were going through this shit, bro. They, they were, they would talk about this shit publicly. Yeah. I know John Boyega was very, bro. They were even, I mean, he's really vocal about it now, but he was vocal about it back then. And so Mm -hmm. was she. And they didn't, they didn't say anything. They didn't do anything. In fact, they cut back both of their roles in like the yep. uh, the last movie. I you know what I mean? That. Out of everybody that's rumored to get spinoffs and stuff like that, they never, they they never come up in the conversation. So it's a bit like, it's a different way to approach it. There's a different way to approach it. Like I, I'm. There's a lot of criticism you can give up with like uh, Marvel Studios, but right. the way they approach a lot of like when they're doing different like race and like stuff like that like they'll just be like hey look either you're gonna watch the fucking movie anyway you may as well enjoy it mm-hmm. you can say what the fuck you want to say but we don't tolerate we don't fuck with that shit like we don't right. care for it you know what i mean like we we're not here just for don't it. yeah just don't come see the fucking movie like mm-hmm. we don't give a shit trust me we're, we're gonna be fine yeah you know what i mean with star wars they're a bit like they see that stuff they see that backlash and then they'll draw back if you watch the sequels trilogy john boyega's presence in the trilogy like just kind of got scaled back with each movie with each film you know what i mean now last jedi him and kelly marie chan they had like a it was kind of a weird storyline probably my least uh, that's one of my favorite star wars movies but their storyline in that film was just a bit like kind of roundabout they just Mm kind of ran around but at least it was more than what they did in the following movie when they're literally just kind of standing around while all the white people you know what i mean literally do do everything yep and it's a bit like, okay, I'm happy you guys are kind of trying to get ahead of it with uh, Moses Ingram because it looks like she's going to play a pretty big role in this Obi-Wan Seems series. Seems like it, yep. And um, depending on how it ends, maybe she'll play a big role in like future Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a way to do it. You know what I mean? Sending out a tweet, kind of just saying like, hey, don't be racist, guys. 
It's a bit like, all right, bro, people are going to be racist. They're going to look at this shit and say some racist shit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just how these people are. Like, they had a whole Star Wars celebration. They had, like, a whole thing. Like, they can just get up on stage and just be like, yo, you know what? Y'all are bitching and moaning about this shit, but here's the history of Star Wars. Look at all the people that have been involved in it. Look at, like, what the fuck it is. You guys are complaining that we're turning into something that it's not when we're just trying to embody the spirit of what it's always been. Mm -hmm. I think that's a more powerful message than, like, a tweet just saying, hey, don't be racist. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's just my personal thoughts on it. The other thing, too, is when it comes to, like, shit like this, it's like, y'all are gonna fucking watch anyway. You can complain about the writing, you can complain about the directing, you can complain about the acting, but the second you get to to bring a race and, like, gender into it, you look like a fucking idiot. Like Every no, time. Every time. Like, the... the Because your dumb ass is going to be right in the fucking theater or right your... Have your raggedy, funky ass is going to be right there with the TV on, on Disney Plus, watching the fuck out of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So shut up with all the racist shit. Like like you said, how Marvel does it, maybe maybe the parent company should, should have taken a more direct approach like that. Don't give this kind of, like, half as way of of defending their talent um but you know like you like you said like marvel said like anybody who is a filmmaker who doesn't really give a fuck about racist trolls have probably thought or said you're gonna go see the film anyway it's so shut up shut up why not enjoy it while you're going if not then like marvel or like anyone else has probably also said if you got an issue with it then don't go see it who cares don't go see it. These niggas are making a billion dollars. Billions constantly. of dollars. They're fine. They're Probably. fine without your views, racist Completely trolls. Fine, They're bro. quite fine. Um, I didn't um, watch the premiere, um, but I did see it. Did like had like the highest. I think it broke a Disney Plus record. I think it had the biggest opening day premiere of a Disney Plus original series. Yeah. I mean, but for obvious reasons. You know what I mean? Outside of it being a it's smaller always, show. You know, the, the records are always, they're, they're meant to be broken. It's always going to be a new one. Yeah. But this one, I, I think it's going to be hard to touch this record because this is their first show that's, um, I mean, yeah, they've had other shows that were based on existing IP, but this is the first one where they kind of brought back a character that was like really, really well known. Like, even, like, go outside and just say Obi-Wan and somebody's going yep. to know the fuck you're talking about. Like, okay, Obi-Wan Kenobi type shit. So so that's kind of why I did big numbers. Um, I guess we'll talk about the actual quality of the show whenever you watch it. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much why we did uh, why it did big numbers. That's what's up. But, hey, you know, for you, Moses Ingram, if this ever comes across your feed and somehow, some way, niggas are watching. Niggas, are. niggas, uh, niggas got your back. Niggas is goddamn out here. Even the, you know the non-niggas have your back too. Yeah. But um, you know, fucking, I, I I don't understand. Like you said, and you know, like we don't we don't have to keep going over it. But how can you be so critical, or how could you be, you know, like all of these things about a franchise that was literally built for people. Of all races, all genders, Bruh. all national, like quite literally, that's like George Lucas's word. Like he created the Star Wars universe for literally, like you just said, like, something that people probably don't even know. Bro wanted to cast uh, Billy D as as Han Solo. 
I know he wanted Glenn Terman to also play uh, a role as. I want to say Glenn Terman is Han Solo, if I'm not mistaken, bro. Is Glenn Terman Han Solo? I would I would have to look, but I think he wanted him to play. Yeah. yeah, let me look that up. Yeah, let's. Uh, David Ingle looked that up, but nonetheless, it, it's it's ridiculous that you know we that that black actors and and just non-white actors rather. Um, outside of black actors, um, you know, it's also, you know, Asian American Pacific Islander month. I'm sure that, you know, there is, I haven't watched Obi-Wan Kenobi, but I do know that the Star Wars, um, universe is good for incorporating, like you said, all cultures, all creeds, all, everybody. So it's just ridiculous that, you know, uh, Moses Ingram is trying to fucking, you know, live on high. You know, she she's just, you know, achieved something that a lot of relatively unknown actors don't get a chance to achieve. She was cast in fucking a major series on a major streaming platform from a major uh, 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 studio, Hollywood studio. Yeah, in like a major all role. of the in a major role, like all of these all of these highs, you know, that she's she's trying to enjoy. Yet she still got to get online and deal with someone, you know, talking about her playing this role. And we all know why that is, because she's a black woman. We know how these trolls are. Like you said, if she was a villain, if she was, you she know. She is a, actually a villain yeah. in the show. So it's even, it's even, <coughs> even, even weirder. Even it's weirder. It's even stupider, bro. It's, it's just so fucking dumb, It's bro. ridiculous. It it's is. so dumb. So dumb. Well, something else that's so fucking dumb, you know, since, you know, we're talking about people who do dumb things and um i know that you would love to 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 talk about this why in the fuck do white people go to can and clap for 29 goddamn minutes in a row bro, I don't what is up with it, this bro. is are niggas really standing on their feet clapping for 29 minutes in a row just clapping over a bro. over a film look i love cinema just like you just like all you listeners out there just bro. like our goddamn engineer we love movies we love tv we love all of that shit i am not take, standing my black ass up clapping for no one for 29 Man. 20 minutes 12 minutes none of that I'll jesus can come sleep. back and i am not clapping for jesus for 29 minutes Man. it's not happening i clapped for um, that nigga for like five minutes like, wow you really came <laughs> back bro on me you really came back i don't Period. know if i'm standing if you tell me to stand i'm gonna stand though that's jesus uh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay but 29 minutes 29 that's minutes, dead that's sorry that's it's crazy. not happening my that's hands crazy. gonna be itching palms Man. gonna be itching and shit yeah. What's up I, with that? Like, what bro, is the deal I with that? I, I, maybe it's a cult. And you know, and you know how how like how you know publications love to. Oh, uh, this movie received an 18 minute standing ovation. They love to highlight all the little nut ass standing up for 20 minutes to clap. Like, what's bro, the deal with that? I don't, I don't get it, bro. I think it's just. Is the it culture, just something? Bro. Yeah. Is it something that we'd have to be there to even experience? I guess. But I don't know. So I've been to like one film festival. And I watched, it was a dope movie. It was like okay. Tribeca way back in the day. It was a cool movie. We okay. Clapped. And the, the people came out and shit that made the movie, but we wasn't clapping for no. For 20 minutes. 29 minutes, bro? Yeah, that shit is dead. For the Elvis Presley film, ladies and gentlemen, they if you don't know. They clap for 29 minutes? They clap That's for 20 minutes straight. That's a three-hour movie, bro. Yeah. Them niggas are in there for three and a half hours. Probably mm -hmm. longer if there was some type of... Uh, Intermission uh, or something? Boy, I, yeah. I, them niggas got me bent, bro. That's I'm ridiculous. not fucking clapping for that long, bro. I just don't understand some of, these, some of these, these, these traditions. And, you know, of course, like you said, it could be a cultural thing. I've never been to Cannes. I don't 
see myself going to Cannes anytime soon. Maybe I'll fucking I mean, maybe niggas yeah. watching. Maybe they like you know what? Bring y'all black asses out Man, here and talk yeah. shit. They, yeah, they, that's precisely what they'll say yeah. to us too. Bring your uh, black ass out here and talk but shit. The other thing too that they got over there kind is um they'll boo movies and people will walk out. Oh, for real? They'll boo like oh, the I'm fuck out of the that. movie, bro. Well, I was, I was actually, at, you know what? No, I wouldn't. I, I, I don't think. I, I think that's that. weird to boo a movie, bro. I couldn't boo a movie. Yeah, I'll just not like the movie. I'm not yeah. gonna say. And if niggas start booing, I'm like, all right, y'all niggas gotta shut the fuck up. I'm trying yeah. to watch the fucking movie. Like y'all are booing this one part. We haven't even seen the whole motherfucking yeah. movie. Yeah. Like some movies got booed. Tree of Life got booed. Uh, Only God Forgives got booed. Mm. Neon Demon got booed. Neon Demon got booed. And that's crazy. Cause yeah. That yeah. Bro, niggas, niggas be up in that bitch getting booed. Uh, but they was on they goddamn honky tonk ass feet man, clapping for fucking clapping Elvis for Presley. Elvis Presley and Tom Hanks. And Tom fucking Hanks. Well, I know mm. his name. The motherfucker's playing Elvis Presley's name, not Elvis Presley. Yeah, but we going with that, that because that's that who the fuck be he's Presley. playing. He looked kind of like Elvis Presley. He, he, you know, they yeah, did a pretty like good like job. Cap- you know what? And look, hey, we shoot the shit on here. We talk our shit. We gonna still go watch this goddamn film. That's gonna be a tough one, bro. That shit is we like three hours. Three. Now, I'm glad you said that this film is three hours because I was debating in my mind. Obviously, where else am I gonna debate? Um, yeah, it's lit. Um, anywho, um. The fucking film opens up on June 24th, my mom's birthday. Okay. Happy birthday, mom. Um, But also, the black phone comes out on June 24th. And you know, in episode one or episode two, we were talking about our um, films that we were anticipating. That's one that yes. I'm anticipating. I'm not doing no double feature on that weekend. And if, Nigga, Elvis, if Elvis's movie is three hours, I am not seeing that big bitch on June 24th. Bro, that, is like, that is like five hours out of your life. Yeah, that's dead. The five hours that you are never getting back. No, that's never not getting back. And take it from a nigga that's done a lot of movie marathons, boy. Yeah, this nigga be it doing gets, them fucking, just doing them Star Wars marathons. I mean, I don't do them no more because of COVID. Yeah, um, that's but, just because COVID was here. When that shit start to fuck back up, he gonna have his black ass right in Hollywood. Uh, nah, nigga, I don't know. I don't know if I. That's can do so it, bro. dead, bro. The last one I did was like twenty five hours, something crazy like what? that, bro. Yeah, it was every single Star Wars movie ever. 25 hours? All nine nigga, movies. Yeah, that's insanity. All right nine movies, like 23 hours maybe. But it was, it was, and it was at the El Capitan? Yeah, it was at the El Capitan. Bro, oh my God. That's bro. actually insanity. Nuts, bro. In December of 2019 at that. So it was really, mm-hmm. in retrospect, it's like Oh, it's that. crazy because we, we left the pod one night and you went to Hollywood, didn't bro, you? Bro, I went straight there. I went straight there, bro. That was like a... Uh, that was a lot. I think I so technically I wasn't there all twenty three hours because I missed like parts of the Phantom Menace. Which mm-hmm. if you seen Phantom Menace, that's that's I didn't miss much. Put it like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Put it like that. But yeah, no, no, no. When that shit start back up, if it starts back up, I don't think I'm ever doing a movie marathon. I'm too fucking old, bro. Oh I my gotta, god, here we go with this. I got a life. This nigga's not even thirty yet, and he like I'm too fucking old Bruh. to be going to see. The Star Wars marathon. He's yeah, lying. He's yeah, full of I shit. am lying because I remember after he's I watched, right. he's after full I watched of shit. bro, after I watched Endgame, I told somebody I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can keep going to the theaters to see these Marvel movies. Like That's, I can't. They they didn't got me for the last ten years. I don't know if they're gonna get me for right. another another at least two or three. Boy, full of shit. Then, well, you know, Strange too. Did you did you want to give give a, just a, a few you know a, a few takes have you on seen Strange? It? I have not seen Strange uh, too. I'm more than likely gonna have to see Strange too when it hit. Now I can still go see Strange too. I'll go see but it in theaters. If I 
hypothetically or not hypothetically, if just so happens, I have to watch Strange Two on Disney Plus. I am not gonna have to complain. About, I'm not gonna complain about that because I had to do you like the Mar- first Strange though. Yeah, I love the first Strange. I I, I would have thought you would have saw the, the second, but Man, I mean it's, it's all good. It's not. I mean it's sometimes I be wanting to go see movies and then I end up doing something else and I'm like, well, shit, it's I just, like, I'm I hear just you, too I busy. Hear but um, life happens. Strange Two. How'd you just just give give the listeners because we're about to wrap up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we. But are. before we wrap up. I know that Davey Dean wanted to talk Strange to uh, a few weeks ago, and I, I hadn't did. seen it. And I know uh, it was still on his docket today. Yeah, it was. I, I thought you would have seen it by go, now. Go yeah, ahead yeah, and yeah. go ahead and give give the listeners, you know, give give a give a uh, give something, give them something, and get you know just get it off your chest. Cause I know you want to get your shit off. Yeah, I mean, I also say I'm gonna do a, a review on TikTok first. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So whatever I don't get into right now, it'll definitely be on TikTok. But get what, your shit off. Yeah, I'll say it was. It's probably one of the best openings to a movie I've ever seen. Mm. Like the first, like maybe thirty or forty minutes, are like pretty, pretty cool, pretty dope. They like um, kind of get to it like real quick. If you, it's one of those movies where you definitely have to have seen at least Doctor Strange gotcha, and gotcha. at least WandaVision to kind of get it. Um, but I, I thought it was cool for what it was. The way it ended was pretty fucking trash. <laughs> when niggas say it's cool for what it was, yeah, you know, it's like that means it, that I, there there are some parts in that film that. They was not fucking with, bro. It was it was some <laughs> shit. It was some shit. I don't want to if, if for whatever reason you haven't seen a movie yet. I don't want to get into too much spoiler spoiler territory. But there was definitely a part that was like there was definitely a part that was like okay, like seeing Wanda because she's essentially the villain. Mm-hmm. There was a part where she like kind of went crazy that it was like oh okay okay now we about to get into some shit. And then they kind of ended where it was like uh, all right I guess we're not really about to get into some yeah. Shit. Uh, but I, I mean, all in all, it was a dope movie. I think if you're a fan of uh, Sam Raimi, you know what I mean, who did the Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. he did Evil Dead, he also Evil did yeah. Oz. Uh, if you saw that movie, mm-hmm. uh, movie, not the show, because <laughs> two completely different things. Let me tell you something. Two totally different um, things. It's it's definitely a Sam Raimi movie. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, okay, it is horror leaning. I've heard that a lot. I've heard that. I've heard the complaints of of moviegoers. That Marvel actually should have made this film, or, or they should have bumped it up to rated R. Yeah, I don't necessarily I don't agree with that, that, but I'll say it's definitely like a. It it, it, it it toes the line. It, it toes the line. There was a couple scenes in it where I was like, I was like, uh, this I, is a this is a Marvel. Yeah, film? not even just a Marvel. Film. I'm like, this is a PG-13 movie. I'm like, this right, is, this right, 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 right. I was yeah. like, if niggas told me this is gonna be in a movie, I'd watch this shit at the crib, nigga. Oh, like, God. yeah, I, this shit look a little not necessarily scary, but like this. Oh, like, this a little. Baby. Baby. This is a little gruesome for your boy. Um oh, But I mean it was it was a like I said, it's a cool movie for what it was. I think um as a comic book fan, there's like Doctor Strange is kind of a hard he's kinda of hard to put on film. I think Doctor Strange works a little bit better for a TV show because Doctor Strange's not necessarily a hero. He kinda of just does whatever the fuck he has yeah. to do. You know what I mean? Right. Like he has to kind of keep the peace. Um and like his villains aren't really like regular villains like these are at all yeah these are motherfuckers that will that i mean they, for better or worse they will kill you you know what i mean and they'll decimate everybody around you just to do it so uh it, he is a it's kind of hard to put on film um but uh, you know i thought it was a cool movie for what it was i think you'll fuck with it a lot though. okay 
I think you'll fuck with it a lot. I'm, I mean, I'm, I know I'm going to fuck with it because I did like Strange One, even though I get shit for it. Man, that was, um, I don't know. I get I'm, shit for a lot nigga, of the Strange films. Strange One is in top. A lot of the films in the Marvel Uni and I guess in the DC Uni or DC Extended Universe, they I get name. shit for it. I got shit for Joker. I get shit for liking Strange One. It's another film in there somewhere, too, uh, that I'm probably for like shit Joker? for. Yeah, I get shit for liking oh, from Joker. Me, yeah, from me. From you, from from other niggas out there, y'all know who you are when y'all listen to this shit. I say Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix is the best Joker, and I get hell oh for it. Oh my god! So um, thanks for listening. But to hold the on, niggas. <laughs> before before we end, before we wrap up, um, it is the last day of um, Asian American Pacific Islander Month. Oh, absolutely yes. And we gonna pay homage to one of our, you know, to what's a what's a favorite film by and. Asian American director or or lead or actor or whomever they don't have it doesn't have to be they don't have to direct it but they can be lead in the film um but yeah what's what's your favorite um film um involving Asian Americans and or Pacific Islanders damn for the last day of the, AAPI yeah, yeah, month spot. let's get let's get one I already Ooh. got mine this is gonna be so easy I'm gonna answer before please, him please. it is everything everywhere all at once okay that's period yeah. okay Period. I was gonna choose that, but I was like, I just noticed. Period. I was choose that. I'm gonna that go with that. I'm go gonna ahead. go with something with the with the rock. Uh, okay. I guess I'll go Hobbs and Shaw. That had a lot of Pacific Islanders in it. I mean, the Rock. Yeah, the Rock, and he had his whole family in it. All his uh, all his Usos, all his Usos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I go with. I'm sure I'm gonna think of something even better in like 10, 20 minutes. I'm like, fuck, I should have said that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, happy Asian. Um, yeah. Ameri- um, Asian American Pacific Islander Month. Yeah, and today is the last day, so we wanted to, you know, yeah, we some niggas, but we absolutely uh, show appreciation to all cultures of, of film and, and TV that we love. And yeah. fucking, I said it before, I'll say it again, and I'll probably say it 90 more times on this show. Everything, everywhere, all at once is probably going to go down as, like, maybe my top three movie ever. Yeah. Ever, ever. Yeah. Ever. You know what? It doesn't just, matter. The genre doesn't matter. That ever. shit is crazy. But, you know, I'm sorry. Before we close, I do. I want to mm-hmm. change my answer. Last Jedi, Kelly Marie Tran is a, a Asian American. Yeah. Kelly okay. Marie Tran. And also, speaking of Star Wars real fast, yeah. I did look up the Glenn Turman thing. George Lucas did want him to play Han Solo, but because he had the whole Han Solo and Leia relationship, he didn't really want to do the whole interracial relationships at it the time. It was not at that time. At the gotcha. time, at the time, at the time, so. I get it, I, unfortunately. No, was, unfortunately, you know what I mean? I don't condone it, but I, I guess I understand it. Yeah. I haven't seen all the movies, so. No. That's that's for sure. But uh, you got any closing remarks for the people before we get out of here? Yeah, Um. you know, follow me everywhere. Davey Dean on uh, Instagram, Davey.Dean. Dave or Dean on Twitter. Uh, Poppy Cashley. On uh, TikTok. Oh yeah, he doing movie reviews and yeah, shit. Yeah, doing on movie reviews and then putting clips of uh, this show, which and a lot of, of this show. Doing numbers, boy. I yeah, yeah, that's, solid numbers. That's 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 good. Great yeah. to hear. I am active on TikTok, but I just be I'm a I just be watching shit. Yeah, I don't be watching shit. I just be watching everybody's stuff pretty much. That's what I be scrolling on TikTok mindlessly doing. But uh, yeah, follow me everywhere. Y'all know where to find me. Um, you know, appreciate y'all supporting us. Um, and uh, yeah, goddamn, we gonna be back. We'll see you. Watching niggas saw now niggas talking. Well.
watching Niggas are Now niggas talking Welcome to Niggas watching Niggas watching Niggas watching